Boys in the Huddle Podcast. It's Ricky Trey and Doe. We're back for another Back in the Mothership, baby Bubba. Yeah, man. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. Yeah, we got a lot does, of good response. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while, but we're here. We got a lot of good response uh, since our last episode. So we appreciate the love and we appreciate the support. We want to go ahead and reiterate we're not taking aim at um, mental health issues. We we all know it all too well. So we got family members that have lost their lives and battled it for 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 many years. So when we spoke about Mr. Markel Fultz, it wasn't about the mental health issues. We understand that it's real, but we also just want the brother to come clean and be honest with the with the fan base, right? So what Markel folks is going through, we want you to get help. Don't be ashamed. Go ahead and figure out what's going on and be upfront with yourself. Not just the people, but with with yourself, Markel. <laughs> well, I think he finally found a doctor to confirm whatever ailment he's going through. I'm not even going to begin to pronounce what it's called. I don't know if y'all took note of it, but it sounds like he's on the recovery track and going through physical therapy. Yeah, he went on the world tour. Uh, right. <laughs> he beat Meek Mill to the punch. He went uh, on the world tour. And he was diagnosed. And they diagnosed him with what they're calling uh, thoracic outlet syndrome. Mm-hmm. Thoracic outlet syndrome. You know, and... This is this is what I'm talking about. Initially, they said that it was something called dyskinesis or something like that. So I, it's just hearing all these different things. Initially, actually, it was he was changing his shot to try to perfect it. It's just it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. Honestly, I wanted to see the kid do well, and I think he needs a fresh start. Personally, um, yeah. I think I think everybody I, I needs to move on. Yeah, I mean the he latest definitely needs a fresh start out of here. They heard there might be some interest from the Pistons. Uh, they were talking about in the trade market. We'll see. That'll be something to monitor. But the funniest story, I think, either came out today or yesterday. They said his mom was actually, uh, uh, they found out she, that she had people signing non-disclosure agreements and added security cameras to the to the home now mm. that Fultz resides in. And I don't know what's going on. It just seems like every time you hear something about this kid, it just gets stranger and stranger and stranger. Right. right. Which leads me to believe, how did he really hurt his shoulder? You know? I don't know, man. The internet's a crazy thing. You never know what websites he's on. Right. Nobody actually knows. You never know what websites he's on. I mean... Could be come on. Could be some come porn on. hub activity. I don't know, man. Come on. <laughs> Shouts out to porn hub. That's a that's a hell of a way to throw your shoulder. Hey up. man. Hey man. You know, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. But all jokes aside, I don't aside, know if that man. horn came through completely. So. Shouts I'm out to porn hub. <laughs> Two times, in case you didn't know. So. Oh man, but um, you know. There was a story that came out on Undefeated earlier this week, and it was around a Ben uh, Uzo. I I never heard of this guy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but apparently he came out, he played at Tulsa, 
and he said his junior or senior year at Tulsa, he had the same issue as Markel Folds. And he said when he saw what was going on with Folds last year, he knew, he spotted it and said, he's dealing with the same thing that I dealt with. You know, and it was, oh it's, that's what he said. Are you saying, you say he's just trying to get attention? You're not, you're not going uh, for it? He's trying to get in the papers. Oh, man, I'm not rolling. No. <laughs> What's he doing now is what I want to know. That. <laughs> Well, he's um Bagging he's, no he's no he's actually in the G League program for coaching. So he's he's in their system the to kind of to said, be no in the coaching system. Said, so he's trying to get a spot uh, to coach Gilly. <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> so I mean, it, it is interesting that one other person, at least somebody, is saying that they've gone through this as well. Yeah. Um, because we didn't hear anybody else ever having this type of issue, and the fact that he has—I mean, I, 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 for me, it's like okay, maybe there's something to this, sure, and and maybe there's some way to salvage this draft pick in Markel Fultz. But honestly, as I mentioned, I think it's time for everybody to move on. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But you know, Markel, we hope you uh, figure it out. You know, whether it's with the Sixers or not, uh, we hope that that you get where you need to get. Uh, mentally and physically. So does that mean there's no more smacks on U Street in front of Ben's? We'll we'll see. I'm not going to um, confirm or deny <laughs> my actions. We'll have to see how it plays out. Right. Let's see how it plays out. But the, you know, since we're on the Sixers, we'll stay on them for a second. Um, it's been interesting. We've heard uh, our franchise player Joel Embiid. Publicly talk to the media about the Jimmy Butler acquisition and how frustrated he's been since that particular acquisition. Now, I believe when he stated that they were 10 and 3 with Jimmy in the lineup, I don't, I don't really understand where he's coming from and, and why he felt the need to say that publicly. What do, what do y'all think about Embiid's comments? So here's what I think, though. I think that, honestly speaking, I, he didn't... So, see, they blew that up a little bit because he didn't actually say Jimmy Butler. Um, He's just said the past couple of weeks, you know, and he more so put it on Brett Brown. Uh, now, I think he said of, since the Jimmy acquisition, since Jimmy was on board, he did say that. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, again, it, I think he, first and foremost, though, the, the bottom line is that in order to be a great teammate and to be the leader of the team, which he is, you don't say any of that when the camera or the microphone's are in your face. Exactly. That's the bottom line. Exactly. It all has to stay. It all stays in the locker room, and better yet, in it house. stays in your head. Right. That's I, all. I mean, it could have, yeah. I mean, you got to show respect for the coach. You know, if you got an issue with how you're being used offensively, you know, that's a that's a private conversation. Right, right. You know, we you know, we're not trying to see the band break up. No, don't act like Tito, don't act like Jermaine, you know, don't act like that. Right. No, still 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 think and act and behave like Mike. Try to be the guy, be supportive. You are the franchise player, so that comes with a certain certain level of responsibility. But to me it begs the question what does Embiid really what does he really care about? What is important to him? Does he want to right. do forty and twenty like he did last night? Does is that what he's concerned with? Because you should be complaining about the fact that he done dropped what the last three games with Jimmy out. 
That's what you should be concerned yes. about. Yeah, you lost. You yep. lost last two night. Two of them were at home. You lost last two night. Scored forty and twenty. You scored forty and twenty. You lost, brother. So if it right. takes you scoring twenty three, twenty four, and grabbing ten or twelve boards and you win, that's all you should be concerned about. So that kind of exactly. begs the question of what he is about. Is he about? Because we've seen a lot of self promotion over the past couple of years. That's what we've seen. Mm. He coined himself the process. He coined himself the process, which we all enjoyed it because we had to. We had to grab onto something at the time. It wasn't much to grab onto with the Sixers. Yeah. I so, like when people give themselves their own nickname, though. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that's corny. It makes sense. But I sense. mean, that one, you know. But he got it though. We, yeah, we, it, we it, didn't it. have. We I'm didn't not have nothing else. You know, you got to let him right. rock. Um, but no, I mean, at the same time, he's a young guy. Hopefully, it's a teachable moment and. Uh, you know, nobody likes losing. So, you know, putting Jimmy Butler back in on the court hopefully gets your man, uh, what's his name, Furcon, Furcon Korkmaz off of the off the court. He was trash. Korkmaz has been balling. He had one bad game. You uh, got to relax. No, he was super trash. You got to relax. You're his only follower. Hey, he scored about 20 <laughs> points the other night. When Jimmy first got hurt, Korkmaz came in and put in work. All right, we will Relax. Keep, we'll keep the people updated on your man each week. <laughs> they need to put him in the game more. Korkmaz needs to be out there. I'm rocking with you, Cork. Corky. That's the name I'm giving you. His name is Corky. Trash. We're starting this. When you come to D.C., we're going to have a whole section of the Corkies just for you. Oh, probably. That, that sounds nasty. It's happening. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm forming the fan club yeah. now. But, um, you know, the Sixers, we'll be all right. I'm not too concerned. I wouldn't have minded them going and being involved in that Ariza trade. Um, I, but that's a, what I, that, and that's what we thought was happening. At, like about a week or two ago, that's what, what was being said. Oh, we were in the talks with Ariza? And from what I heard, yeah, and that's when they were talking about moving. Uh, they were talking about moving uh, Folt in that same trade. Okay, I remember there was a move made by. I think it may. It maybe it was Phoenix that they had released somebody, and a lot of people thought that Folt was was the reason. Yeah, I think it was Isaiah Canaan Canaan or former yeah, Sixer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Back in the uh, infamous tanking days, <laughs> Hanky, we love you. <laughs> we miss you. We love you. We miss you. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the Sixers will be all right. You got to make a move or two. Uh, but I think we'll be all right in the, in, the, in the long run when it's all said and done. But Joel B, we're going to keep an eye on you, brother. We're going to see what you're all about. Is it about self-promotion? Is it about yourself? Is it you about trying to bag Rihanna? Because that ain't going to happen. Get us a ring. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're gonna go to the, you know we were talking about Markel Fultz and we all can agree he's a troubled kid right yeah he's got some some demons I guess he's working he's through. got some demons he's got yeah, some issues certainly and we wish him the best but a couple weeks ago there was a really really big news story in another professional sports league uh, we go from one troubled kid to a kid getting in trouble with Mr. Kareem Hunt. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> go from a kid that can't hit nothing to a kid that shouldn't hit nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to make this into a laughing matter, but that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. One guy can't hit anything. The other guy, he hits something that might be the end of his career. Right. So that's the question. You know, Ray Rice thing happened. How long ago was that now with Ray Rice? That's f- at least four, and off top, maybe four four years ago? It, I believe it was. I believe it's five. Yeah, I think maybe. it was back in thirteen. It was okay. either thir- two thousand thirteen or fourteen. Was it? Yeah, but I think it was four or five years ago. It was crazy. I was talking to somebody at work or something like that, and I thought Ray Rice was probably like thirty five by now. Like I thought, all right, he's done. There's no mm-hmm. way. He's only thirty one. Yeah. He's playing pickup <laughs> he's playing pickup basketball. With and- Joe Buttons in the crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. What's his name, Maul? With Maul, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's been cited. So, I mean, I thought that that happened so long ago. I guess it wasn't really that long ago. And I guess he wasn't that old. I thought he was like 30 when it happened. Like, all right, you're old running back. You, you're done anyway. He really wasn't that old. So, I mean, the I question. I this. Yeah. Nobody was grabbing him too hard when he was going to the hole, right? No hard fouls on Ray Rice. You don't want to get slapped in the face. <laughs> that, that, that was a hell of a right cross. I mean, it was terrible against a woman, but that was a really technical punch. So Ray, Ray knows what he's doing. It might have been a left. I can't remember, man. It was it was a knockout punch, though. Jesus. It was a very technical punch. Oh. The hip was into it. it. We don't want to offend anybody, but it was a, it was a, in the boxing. You know that was a very sound technical punch. Yeah, it was disgusting. Disgusting. It was, it was it disgusting. Was. disgusting. That, that is certainly what you would call a one hitter quitter. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. But very yeah. Tactically. So, how are we going to compare the two? What we saw from mm. Kareem Hunt was something happened in this new apartment building that he moved into. I think he owned this condo. Um, there were some females that came over. Uh, I think some students from his alma mater, I think, from Kent State. They were young. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah I think they were like 19. I mean, he's young too, but they were yeah. students. And I think his friends had invited these girls over and... You know, they we heard different stories. They said the girls weren't trying to put out, so they tried to kick them out and things of that nature. We don't know. We don't know exactly what's going on. It's interesting when he spoke with um, Salters. What's her name? Lisa Salters. Lisa Salters. He didn't want to go into why. So there's something that he's holding back. I think that's pretty clear. Um, right. But so it, it's tough because what I saw was a young white female come up to a young black male and punch him in the head. That's what I saw. And then I'm sure there had been some drinks going around. So you got intoxicated people. You have intoxicated people. And what we see is him react in a violent manner. But he was attacked right. first. Um, and we spoke about this. What he did, we pushed her down to the ground. And if he didn't do the kick at the end, he might have been okay. Yeah, I think the kick at the end was like equivalent to like, I mean, Ray Rice thing was just completely different. He knocked his doctor out and everything, but also Ray Rice, you could see he was like dragging her in and out of the elevator. It was a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like total disregard to the woman on a whole nother level. And I think the kick at the end, it was like clearly the situation from what we saw Looked like it was de-escalated a little bit, and he and he, and he came back for, uh, you know, the kick jab, as I think one of y'all might have coined it. So, you know, definitely, uh, you know, that, I think that might have been it. Yeah, I think that I think that's what put him over the top. But I mean, 
right? And, and this probably isn't going to sound right, but it really wasn't that hard of a kick. <laughs> Not that it matters, right? Because you, you obviously you should never do that. But I almost take it as it was kind of like the, the mush at the end of the fight. You yeah. know, it's like the man, you get on my and then the mush. You know, but at the end of the day, he has to be smarter based on just just the position that he's in that you know you can't uh you know you can't put yourself in those in those predicaments right it, my issue though to, uh, are we just going to draw the line on in terms of society of like what like people don't get second chances like you could be mm. you, could, you could you could catch a DUI and, and unfortunately kill somebody and do some time and then and then get reinstated and play football again like right I, what's the, I hate when like NFL or other leagues play like the moral police, I mean this is bad. We're not trying to like, you know, de- you know diminish the, the severity of what happened, but like I mean this is mm-hmm. a twenty twenty one year old kid or whatever. Like, like can he get a second chance? And when's the right co- time to have that conversation? You, you, you bring up a very good point because this week on. Uh, the Skip and Shannon show. Did y'all catch that? Nah, I didn't catch Where's that. The, I did. The white female host. She had some interesting comments about about it. Like, Ryan, Ryan what did you think about that? You caught that? I, I, I certainly did. Um, and it was it was something to the extent of, you know, he should never be able to play in the NFL again because playing mm-hmm, in the NFL mm-hmm. and playing football is a privilege. And what Shannon said, which old Shay Sharp don't mess around, he said, well, no, he if we're going to do that, then we have to do the same exact thing for doctors, for lawyers, for judges, and anybody else in the professional realm. Exactly. We can't hold, exactly. yeah, we can't hold NFL players or, or, or athletes to a higher standard than we hold and our it, police and it was, it was, it was or anybody right. else. Right. It was crazy, though, that she wanted to pretty much say that they are, like, athletes are held to a higher standard. Like... So they're held to a higher standard than doctors and lawyers? And teachers? Why? Like, or, or, or what are you talking about? <laughs> How about that? Or what are you talking about? Right. right. Exactly. So this guy can't get another chance? I mean, that that's it, ridiculous to me. It is. It, and, and, and to further that point, though, and I always go back to this guy, right? Because everybody, uh, it's funny how, how we forget about that. Ben Roethlisberger. He might be one of the we might be one of the baddest guys mm, in the NFL. Absolutely, but yeah. it's never ever ever brought up anymore. Right, and right, back then, right. back then it wasn't a, it wasn't something that we heard about all day. And something that day. always sticks with me with the Ben Roethlisberger thing mm-hmm. is when it was reported, it was called sexual assault. If it was not, if he wasn't a, a white male, it would have been rape. Rape. We would have reported it as rape. Mm. But because yes, they try to they try to lessen the Kobe blow, bitches. he didn't sexually assault them, right? According to the media, right? Mm. He didn't want to lessen the blow, and they want to give it another title. When Kobe did that I was situation, say they didn't put him on the Kobe tour, right, right, right. When he had, had that situation in Colorado, it wasn't no sexual assault; it was rape. No, right. Yeah, and I mean the right. the Ben thing was crazy because I think there was like. Off-duty police officers, officers involved sitting outside the bathroom. I mean, all that kind of got swept under when that situation kind of popped up, you know. And then he then he went mm-hmm. off. He he got married, and you know the Steelers were winning again, and we never really heard much about it. It's interesting. Ever. It's inter- That's my whole point. It's interesting when like corporations self-select who gets a second chance mm. or not. That's my issue. And yes. Yes. 
Yes. You know what I love? I don't know if y'all peeped this yet. Is the Jada Pinkett uh, Red Table Talk. Have you peeped that yet? I never want to peep that, but keep going. I've, I've ho, never watched ho, the ho, Red ho, Table relax. Talk. I've heard about it. Though. What do you mean you don't never want to peep the Red Table Talk by Jada Pinkett, one of our gems? <laughs> I mean, the highlights I see is just a little too emotional for me. I'm, I'm not in touch with my inner feelings that much. You know, it doesn't seem like a show nah, for me. It seems like man, it might be more of a lifetime shit. thing. It's some real shit that Jada's going... Jada is working through some real shit on that Red Table Talk. Okay. She's working through some... There's some lady that was on there recently that was in Grey's Anatomy. I don't remember her name, but she's married to a black dude. That was a... That was a real conversation she had with that lady. Like, you raised some black kids out here. Like, how is that? Like, how did your family... Like... It, it, this is the Jada Pinkett I've been wanting to see for a long time. I'm, I'm a huge Jada Pinkett fan. We see. I was upset she did that shit with her cheekbones a few years ago, but she she revitalized that. She this, just she, she got she herself was, back together. That's when she together. was managing rock and roll bands. She was going through a little period. Was, and she'll, yeah. she'll admit it. Yeah. She was going through something because I was like, damn, if Hollywood can get to Jada Pinkett, it can get to anybody. She, it's Baltimore's finest here. Nia Long is still thriving. She ain't no, <laughs> she ain't no Jada Pinkett, though. She ain't no Jada Pinkett. Whoa. But Jada Pinkett is a revolutionary. She comes from a different type of uh, cloth. And I think she was hiding herself. She was hiding herself for years. And I think this platform, I think she's found her lane and she's able to find herself. But what I'm I'm, I'm saying all of that to say this because they mentioned a term with this this lady from Grey's Anatomy. They they and I always think about it, but I never know how to actually uh how to actually put it together or what's the best term to state this but unconscious bias mm. unconscious bias where you, you you have no idea that you're even being racial or racist in a certain situation because uh, mm. it's just it's just unconscious unconsciously just drilled into your brain it's just drilled into your head because of your environment and what you're used to. You don't know other experiences. And one thing right. I loved, like I promise y'all need to watch this interview. It was like it was it was like and I looked at the comments on Facebook and they were like white women. She was this this lady from Grey's Anatomy who was white. She's like if you if you don't have any black people in your circle, if you just don't diversity in your circle, then you can't you can't understand really what's going on. So there's no need for you to talk about it. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of she's like and she said that stuff. She's like I know a lot of people that have uh, a lot of black people that have white friends, but I know a lot of white people that have no black friends. Like why is yep. that? Right. And I go through that. I, you know this. And Ron, you're very aware. When I was at Temple, I used to go. Out, the white people was to invite me out all the time. I, we had to go to their spot where I was the only black yep. guy. You think they would ever yep. go to the place that me and you was going to? Over there in Fairmount, that little Spanish bar, you think they was ever going to meet us there? Hell no. Uh, the answer is a resounding no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> but that I'm just saying, that type of conversation that Jada Pink and this woman had, you don't hear that all the time. It's phenomenal. But back to Shannon and this, this, the host that hosts uh, Undisputed with, with Skip. The, the term uh, unconscious bias, that's what, that's what that was with her. Right. That's what that was with her. She doesn't understand that she's even coming from a place of of prejudice by even saying something like that. Right. That he should never right. get a chance ever again in life. 
Why? Because he's a black athlete. You're holding you're going to hold an athlete to a higher standard than politicians, doctors and lawyers. Why? Right. Because your view of doctors, politicians and lawyers are probably what? White men. That's right. So that that lady needs to she needs to check herself. Joy Taylor, yeah. I think it's no, 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 no. Joy doesn't hold. No, 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 no. Don't you disrespect. Don't Joy disrespect Taylor. Joy. Joy is a, <laughs> she's also Joy a gem Taylor. of the black community. We love you, Joy. Who's this woman we're talking right. about now? Joy, stop. She's with um. Joy's with um. She's with um. Colin Cowherd now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not Joy Taylor. It's it's, not Joy uh, Taylor. I can't think of her name. She's she's the she's the she's the new girl though. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Christine, they've been through a few different hosts since Joy left, so I'm not exactly that's sure. That's what I was trying to figure out who y'all talking about. I remember Joy was on there. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. interesting. I love Joy. Blonde hair, blonde hair, white girl. But the, the, and yeah, you know what's funny though? I wonder, I wonder if if she would have. Jenny Taff. Jenny Taff. That sounds right. Jenny Taff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Shannon put her in a place. Shouts out to Shannon Sharp. He didn't Shout out to Shannon down, Sharp. He wasn't on the mile. I wonder what her thoughts were on the. Uh, <laughs> he might have been on that yak. <laughs> Not the, the mile, mile, but he might have been on that yak. Yeah. I, at first, I thought it was a gimmick at first with him, but you know, he's he seems to be genuine and, and sincere in his in his position on that show, especially for for representing us in a certain way. I appreciate that. Real quick, shouts out to Shannon, mother. Fucking Shaw, my nigga. But yeah, Big Shannon, he put her in a place. He, he, I'm not going to say he put her in a place, but he, he kind of said, hold up, relax, check yourself. Check yourself right. first. How did Skip act during that? He was quiet. As always. Skip and smart. I kind of appreciate, Skip he's smart. very smart. <laughs> very smart. I kind of appreciate that. Sometimes you feel like you got to say something. Skip knows when it's like, all right, this, I don't need to even say nothing on this. This ain't for me. Right, I appreciate right. that with Skip. I think he probably agrees with Shannon too on that. I think he, he, he's culturally aware. Yeah, he I mean, is. Un- he is. Unconscious bias is a function of culture, culture awareness, lack thereof. You know, so. So let's wrap this up with Kareem, um, Ray Rice, Kareem Hunt. Two different stories. Ray Rice knocked out his then fiance, um, dead in the elevator. A woman he's known since I believe college or high school. Uh, that's a domestic dispute. That's a true domestic case. Kareem Hunt, random woman, didn't know who she was, visibly disrespected him first. Is Kareem Hunt going to get another job in the NFL? Uh, yeah. yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. He will. He's, he's, I mean, the fact of the matter is that let's not, uh, you know, let's not negate the fact that he's a, he's, a, he's a good running back and he's a young good running back, right? You don't find those, you know, all the time, he, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. There's going to be somebody that's willing to take a chance. My money is on the Oak, is on the on the. I don't even know if we can call them Oakland Raiders, but my money's on the Raiders of the NFL. At hmm. some point, they'll find a way to pull in Kareem Hunt. That, would, actually the make, that would make sense, honestly. I wouldn't rule out the Redskins. I mean, there's there's teams out there that I think after it kind of dies down, they'll they'll take a chance on them, but. You know, well, clearly the Redskins don't give a damn. <laughs> they just brought in another nigga that hits bitches. So, excuse my language. <laughs> right? They, they don't care. <laughs> Ruben, was it Ruben Foster? Yeah. But you know what was interesting is um, 
<laughs> I don't know that was actually pretty funny though, but <laughs> they definitely did do that. So I don't know if Ruben's gonna ever hit the field, but yeah, the video but, of that with the cop knocking on the door and 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 him coming out and then Shorty coming out visibly looking like they went through something that just looked like a bad look. If all that information was out there and and the, and the Redskins still took a chance on him, I mean, good lord. But uh, we got a really recent um, situation you can compare this to with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's got a job that wasn't that long ago. No, he knocked somebody out like in the, in the restaurant. Yeah, I think Joe's was worse than Kareem's. Yeah. Joe's is worse than Kareem's. Yeah. I mean, people make mistakes, especially when you're intoxicated, especially when you're attacked. And what I hate now, I see all these stories about his family saying that he has a past of criminal history and a history of criminal stuff. It's just like, why are we trying to just now continue on and defame this guy? Right. What, what right. if we dig up what sh- this girl is about? What we're gonna find? Right. She probably was on Pornhub. Is what we're probably gonna find. But we're not talking about her. Why aren't we talking about her and some of her character flaws? Well, it's it's part and it's kind of we're going to another. It's interesting. So like, it goes back. To what I'm saying like moral police. What's the right amount of punishment? And like people don't give credit to people like actually recovering and making changes in their life. I mean, we see this, I mean, slightly different, but slightly related. You know, Kevin Hart with the Oscars. I mean, you got Pete the Machine mm. out there digging up old tweets from this dude, you know, right. from way back when. Right. And I mean, so that we're not going to acknowledge he had a 10 year run of not, you know, using words that right. offend certain certain people. So, I, right. But the, the thing, the problem that I have with that, and we just mentioned it, unconscious bias. They also digged up uh, slurs from Chelsea Amy Handler. Schumer and, Alan, and Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Silver Silverman, like, so why are we and talking? Chelsea about, Handler. Why are we? Why and are Chelsea we, Handler. That's they're right. comedians. They're com- yeah. Black people get joked about. White people get joked about. Okay, the, the, the gays get joked about. It's comedy. If you don't want to tune into that type of content, then you don't have to. Yeah, I mean Eddie Murphy has plenty of jokes out there, you know, about about gay people, and there's also been rumors of of, of Eddie maybe dabbling into that culture a little bit too. And and you know, the, oh, you gotta relax. Hey man, you can stick up Eddie if you want. I'm just presenting facts, but you know, my point of bringing Eddie I'm up, I'm sticking up Eddie, but he's a, he's also a gem of the black community. Don't disrespect Eddie. Hey, I mean, he got caught with a transgender. That's a fact. Allegedly, yo. But allegedly. Mm. Uh, you can clean it up if you want to, but that's nasty. But uh, allegedly, no <laughs> disrespect, Eddie. He just he just had another baby. Eddie's still going. He got what ten kids? Like fifty three? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, my only point of bringing don't him up is don't disrespect our legends. The only point of bringing him up is the rumors that he might be somebody to replace Kevin. And it's like, well, what's the point? You Whoa. know, it's like it's it's you know. <sighs> At the end of the day, like the moral police around these things need to relax. There was a rumor that Eddie was supposed to host the Oscars for a long time. Every year. Yeah, and I Every keep, year. I can't remember why it didn't happen or what happened, but I know he was upset when he didn't get an award when he uh, he was up for an award for Dream Girls. Dream Girls, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's what is currently holding him back, but that was the rumor. Anyway. I'm trying to think if Eddie really deserved. I mean, Dreamgirls was cool. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look back and see who won over him. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting, though. Most comedians go serious. I don't think Eddie ever went full fledged serious drama comedy. 
Outside of that movie, I outside can't think of, of that, I can't right. think of nothing. What like Tom Hanks? I don't think he's done a comedy in fifteen years, yeah. right? I don't know if we. Yeah, he's not really a comedian though. Tom Hanks? Right. Yeah. Does he have a stand up? I'm sure he does. No, I'm sure he doesn't. What? Does nah. Tom, Tom Hanks have a comedian? Tom, Tom Hanks started out as comedy. What are you talking about? He has a stand up. Well, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah, mean you you're not what? comedy. Think, you don't I have think, a stand up. No, I think comedians. He had a whole. He hold, had a whole hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to be factually accurate. Comedians, by definition, go by stand up. Being a comedic actor is different. He had a whole movie about stand up. I'm just saying, if he doesn't have a stand up, then he's not a comedian. Like, comedians would tell you that. I don't. I'm not going to fully agree or disagree with that. I'm not. Comedians are very Man, comedians. Fuck, fuck comedians are like comedians are like ra- are like rappers. They're very sensitive about uh, their craft. Yeah, who's writing the content and all of that. So we're gonna. You know, I don't yeah. know. I'm not, I'm not a comedian. I don't know how they truly feel about somebody like a Tom Hanks. Only we could go from Kareem Hunt to Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back on track. So, so again. Is Kareem? So everybody's in agreement that Kareem's going to get another job. Yeah, I think he'll get another job. Is oh, it going to be next yeah, season? Is it going to be the season coming up? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, okay, no doubt about it. What you think? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get a job. Uh, in the preseason, in the off season, and come to mini camp, and come to camps, I think it could, is it may take an injury to happen in 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 this within the season. I don't know if he gets a job right out, you know, and in like March or April, and goes through the whole process. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes an injury similar to uh, Eric Reed. An all pro safety not getting the job until there was an injury. And now the fan base can accept, okay, we need somebody. And he's the most talented guy out there. So I think he will play football again. But I don't think anyone signs him until they have a justified reason to do so. Yeah, so they got the PR story behind it. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I could see that happening next season. So, Kareem, good luck. You know, good luck. Good luck. You should yeah, have done good, it. Good luck. Too. Hopefully, you learn from it, um, and, and I think you will. But, 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 good luck. Um, so, something that's really been interesting, and it's it's going on and going on, and we meant to touch on it, um, and we kind of did just in how the NBA is treating their farm system, so to speak. In the NCAA, like we've touched on those things in the past, um, Kareem Hunt will probably never get one of these deals. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hard for him to get an endorsement. F- maybe Fubu is Fubu out there for him. I think maybe? Fubu's coming back. All right, maybe maybe Damon John to give him a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Fubu cleats coming soon. That'll be hilarious. Them soles will blow off right on first and ten. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite possibly. But, you know, we spoke in the past about the NBA and the G League, and a lot of people believe that the NBA is going to take away that one-and-done thing. I hope they don't. 
I hope that they don't. Because what's going on, all the creativity around the one and done that's happening now, I love it. So initially, we saw a lot of guys thinking about going overseas so they didn't have to go to college for a year. I think we saw Brandon Jennings was like the first Brandon one. Brandon Jennings. Yeah. Um, yep. Moody. Moody did it. He skipped going to SMU. Uh, he was supposed to play for Lane Brown and he went overseas. Interesting, those two guys didn't really completely pan out to what I guess everybody had thought. But since then, you know, that was an option. Since then, we see more creative things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a young player recently, and he verbally committed to Syracuse, right? Yeah. He verbally committed to Syracuse, and he backed out of that. Jim Mayheim was not happy yeah, at all. He was upset. He tweeted at LeBron and his crew and everything because Mr. Darius Baisley, I believe, I think that's how you pronounce it, is with the Clutch Sports crew and Mr. Rich Paul. So what they decided to do to skip the one year in college, because they know what they want to do. They know where they're headed. They did an internship with New Balance, a one year one million dollar internship with New Balance, the apparel and athletic company. That is fucking phenomenal to me. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is genius. And as much as I talk about LeBron on the court, I'm rooting for him and his whole crew off the court. Don't get it ever twisted. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for it. Yeah, they're breaking down barriers. I mean, this New Balance deal is definitely. Something that I thought was interesting when you first found it out, when you first let us know about it, too. But, uh, you know, I think it's from the from the business standpoint, you know, it's just mar- it's a marketing expense. Right. It's it's they're looking at a chance to lock down a, a potential future superstar, but but pay him, right. pay him, pay him now. But in future dollars, if he pans out, they're really paying him low. So it's a way for a kid to secure compensation um, now. And and if he doesn't pan out athletically, at least he's secured some financial um, success now for his future. Uh, much different than you know the guy we bring up, you know, like Lenny Cooker or these other people. So right. know, it's 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 interesting, you know, route that they're right. going. And not only that, he's able to learn the business. This is a true internship. He's going to learn that whole process from beginning to end on putting out product. Is that not? Business school one. I mean, he's getting a first hands-on education on the business he wants to be in, either now right. as a player, and also he's going to have a heads up and an advantage once he's done playing, or even while he is playing. I mean, he's still getting an education, is he not? Yeah, he's still getting an yeah. education. Yeah, I mean, that's. I never looked at it like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is. It's almost like he's he's majoring in business marketing, mm-hmm. but getting mm-hmm. but getting paid to enter his major now instead of waiting until right. his junior year, right? Um, and and still able to train and everything, and get ready, get ready for now. Uh, that's professional. The, that's the question I want to ask. So he's not going to be playing in competitive games. It's going to be mostly training uh, with some of the best. But what do you think about that one year of no real competitive? Basketball, not being able to learn from a Jim Beheim. Um, 
does does that hurt his development in any way? What do y'all think? Uh, I think that I think it I think it de- depends on the player that you are, right? So obviously, you never want to retard your your growth by a year. Um, and working under someone like Jim Behan, that's you, you don't get that. You know, you don't get that. That's that's knowledge that you can't you can't find in a book. Right. But I think getting I think the flip side is getting that education is also something that will will go with you longer than that one year of basketball. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the biggest challenge to what you're asking is, you know, NBA teams right now are struggling to grade them. I mean, I've seen different different outlets out there grade them as a top 10 pick. I saw one article dra- dra- grade them right now as a second early second mm. round draft pick. So I think right now they just don't know. But I guess the real the real question is, He's definitely going to have to uh, play in the what do they call it, the NBA draft combine and all of that. So I think that's he, he may not. We don't know. We talked we talked about that in the last episode. A lot of guys skip the combine now. Do they? Yeah, they don't. They don't. They'll do the workout. Okay. But they a lot of the top guys won't go to the combine. And I don't even know the type of player he is. I don't know a lot about him. Well, then the real question is, does what? it hurt him or help him? If he participates or not in that, I think that they're definitely going to have to have film on him, and I don't think you're high, right. High in this situation, he's going to have to play. I was he needs that. to go to the combine. Yeah, absolutely, I yeah. agree with that. I mean, high school highlights is all they have on tape, so he they got to get some real workouts and some real action against you know his peers before they, I think the NBA can make a sound decision. Mm-hmm. I think that would help with all these draft boards that we see, um, you know, that I have him all over I the agree. place. So. I agree. That'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how it plays out. But, no, definitely an interesting um, story. I-, I wonder long-term how long, you know, will this last? Because this kind of just opens the floodgates, I think, for other, you know, top-tier prospects in the future to kind of go through the same thing. It just it just makes me think, like, the inevitable decision, I think, is that the, at some point they're going to have to get rid of the one-and-done rule. I know that's kind of weird because of everything they're doing to – incentivize top prospects to go with the G League like we covered in prior episodes. But, I mean, the more and more that business opportunities present itself like this, right? what's the point of even going to the G League or exactly. even going to college? Exactly. Because it, it, right. New Balance, they were innovative. They started this. You know the other companies are going to come. Recently, I saw an article with the New York Times that was all about why young athletes running from Nike. Mm-hmm. Because now, and you know, our first episode, we spoke about what we're about. We're about relating to the culture. The term, quote unquote, the culture is a thing now. Everybody wants to Mm -hmm. figure out how they can be a part of it. So New Balance is trying to be a part of the culture in this New York Times article. It's not necessarily about basketball. It's about, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on with the culture. What do they do now with the NBA? during all-star break the fashion show mm-hmm. yep what do they do now yep. on instagram and, and what do they showcase before the games what is the guy wearing mm-hmm. as he's yep. coming into the arena they want in on that it's not that mm-hmm. much about what's going on on the court i think i saw one of the teams show a highlight and in the caption it said no cap <laughs> you know like they're definitely yeah. trying to market themselves mm-hmm. to, for a younger demographic that's part of the culture right well yeah because but and that's because the 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 executives right are getting younger and younger they're getting younger you and, and younger yeah people are you know, getting younger yeah. and younger in general 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. People are getting younger and younger. And did y'all see that clip of, uh, I think it was Sacramento, where the, the security guard, uh, the lady, as the players are coming down, like, nice drip. And the, kid and the players were looking like, oh, how do you know about drip? <laughs> what are you talking about? Old white lady. Like, oh, nice drip. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I mean, it people is. are getting younger and younger, and they want to be a part of that. They mm-hmm. want to be a part of the drip. It's not necessarily about having the best performance shoe on the court. It's not what it's about right now. And, and for me, what's interesting about it, because, I mean, you talk about New Balance. I mean, you know, it's hard for me to think about the right. What, what, like, to me, it's all about the product. And it's hard for me to think about, like, what is a, what is a dope New Balance athletic basketball shoe even right. look like? Like, how right. could, And that's what I realized is they're not really speaking to us and our generation. Right. It's the right. younger right. kids. Like, when we was coaching, right. the kids wanted the Steph Curry Under right. Armour sneakers, right? When we, we grew up on Jordan's. <laughs> Okay, I said that's 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 interesting. I, I maybe is that what they that's doing? That's what when the they kids were, are doing. Mick Mill and them. That's what they do. That was a four wheeler. They feel like they got a four wheeler. <laughs> exactly. It felt they, like they, they ride. The they doing wheelies on the street. That's what they think. Let me tell you something. You you make that noise in them curries and you you gonna break your damn ankles and them shits. Some shits are trash. <laughs> <laughs> They've gotten a little bit better. They've gotten a little bit better. But see, here's what we're talking about. And I don't know what I was watching where they talked about diversity in the room and they brought up the Pepsi commercial with Kendall Jenner. I don't know what it was, what it was I was watching. I don't know if it was Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and them. But if you got a room full of people that are not connected to the culture trying to make decisions, you will make right. the wrong decisions. Kawhi Correct. Leonard is not selling any shoes for you, New Balance. It's not happening. He looks like a serial killer, man. He looks scary. What's wrong with him? Oh, he's different. What's man. wrong with that guy? Right. I don't know, man. He should be selling knives. Did you? Vector. Yeah, he should be Vector. selling knives. Go door to door. That's we got a great opportunity for you. That's Come on hilarious. in next week. <laughs> right. He got that OJ face, man. I'm scared What's of him. What's wrong with man. him? I, they, you see when they asked him about Christmas? <laughs> what the fuck that? Nigga, that? Hey, hey, his facial features. I wanted to say, man, fuck Christmas and everything regarding Christmas, man. I don't even know what Christmas Hilarious. is. That's what I heard. That's what I heard when I saw that 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 uh, video. So, I, it, I mean, what can he what can he ever sell? Like, what could he sell? So we said knives. What else you think? What what could he what could he convince you to buy, Ron? Uh, I I wouldn't buy a, a ten dollars a, a five dollar pack of gum from Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, man. if they told me it was gonna come with ten dollars inside the package, you you can't trust anybody that's still rocking straight back braids in twenty eighteen, right? Uh did you trust? <laughs> do you trust? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult, you know. Yeah. But it's not just the straight backs. It's just that the he's he's whack. Yeah. That's all. He's whack. He's a great basketball player, but yeah. he, you know what he is? He embodies everything that we've always hated about the Spurs. Like he's good at what he does, but it's not exciting. It's not fun. It's just like blah. Oh, that's, and that's a, what he is. That's a great. That's a great point, actually. I mean, he from a branding standpoint, you know, he does look like a Utah Jazz or a San Antonio Spur. We never, we never bought exactly. into that product. Nobody was selling sneakers in Utah. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. 
But I don't know, man. I mean, hopefully New Balance will realize that it... And I guess with, with young kids like Darius Baisley, you know, they're realizing that it's not just the product, it's the person advertising the product. We'll see. I think, I think that's Rich Paul working out that deal. Puma went mm-hmm. to the right people to figure out what's going on in the culture, and I think they're going to have success. Does New Balance have the right people in the room? And New Balance, if you're listening, bring us in. We'll let you know how it's supposed to go. We'll let you know who you need to endorse. And it ain't Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, hopefully it's not the same people from H&M. You remember they had that coolest monkey <laughs> in the jungle thing. So you right. got to have some people that are, are definitely self-aware for the culture. and The, the right people in the room. For sure. So it's very interesting, though. I don't want to keep a tab on this. We're seeing a lot of new companies coming in. And, you know, they don't really want to be a part of the best performance shoe on the court. They want to be a part of the mm-hmm. culture. That's something that's right. really, really a big thing now. And I honestly yeah, think the yeah. Breakfast Club like really did a good job of of broadcasting and perpetuating the culture. Like that's a platform that's done a lot for a lot of different industries because they know that's a place they gotta stop through. And that just it's a trickle down effect. Yeah. And I think they've had a lot to do with that. So shout out to uh DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. And Angela Yee. That's why I did a pause. I think they could do it out there. But Angela Yee. <laughs> they could, they could, I mean, she's, she's got a. She can do more than what she does, I yeah. think. It seems like Her she's Her voice kinda, is kind of annoying, too. I mean. She leans, she leans toward gossip and sex topics hard. And I think there's there could be more mm. substance from her. Yeah, very she stereotypical. Leans, she very leans hard. I mean, she has like a podcast for that too. It's like I don't know, but but we got to shout her out too, or else we come off like some some chauvinist. So shout out to her too. I mean, I think the female presence is needed. I just don't know if she's she's the right really fit. adding value. Like if she leaves tomorrow, the show continues as was. Right? I don't know. That's I a good don't question. With that. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Obviously, it would be. A little different, but no, I think it moves I think they need a woman in the room. I agree with you. I don't know if she's the right fit long term. That's a fair, that's a fair criticism. But I think they definitely need a female in the room. Absolutely. I just think that they can maybe get one with a little that adds a little bit more value. Um, Remy, but, Remy Ma would be interesting. She already got a show. She can't mess with that. Yeah. She might be more interested than Angela. Yeah. I think she'd be interesting. My girl CG Carr would be interesting. Shouts out. Big facts. To CG. Big, big facts. Big facts. Carr. It's my girl. Charged up. Shout out to Niche, too. That's for me. Yeah. No, that's for me, too. <laughs> Shout out to Nisha. What's this? Some kind of Carfield North thing? Hey, man. <laughs> they, they lived down the block for a few years, man. They dope people, man. But, um,. All right, so I mean, it's gonna be interesting what happens. And Bead signed recently with Under Armour. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. signed with Under Armour as well recently. It's interesting to see that guys are, and, and we know who Puma signed recently. Um, uh, Demarcus Cousins and a few other the recent draft. It's gonna be really Aiden. It's gonna be interesting to see yeah, how this the, plays out. It's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. So we're definitely gonna keep a tab on it. I think it's a very interesting topic to see. How they can take away market share. And from the article that I read in the New York Times, New Balance has this 12-year plan to become the third 
uh, biggest apparel company in athletics. So they know Nike and Adidas are going to be one and two. They have a 12-year plan to become uh, the third largest uh, apparel company around athletics. And right now, they're a $4 billion company. By 2023, they want to be a $7 billion company. And they have this 12-year plan. And I guess the things that they're doing with... uh, with, with Darius uh, Basil and with Kawhi is a part of that. But again, New Balance. Kawhi will not sell one fucking shoe for you. Holler at us. We'll point <laughs> you in the right direction. You well, gotta relax. Yeah. But. But shout out to another black man getting paid. Indeed. One horn for Kawhi. That's all you get. One horn. <laughs> <laughs> but something that's happened this week, something that's interesting because it affects the game that we grew up loving and still love to this day. It's, it's, it's the NBA and it's basketball. Basketball is a kid's game. We love it. That's why I started coaching because it brought me back to yesteryear. It brought me back to the roots and gave me joy. But do you have the same love today that you had when you were a kid? No, not at all, not at all, and that's what when I was coaching AAU though, I it did bring it brought it back back. from yeah, it brought it back, and that's why I love. Yeah, I think I think I think the answer to that question is not the same love, but it's a different love. You know what I'm saying? Back then it was a teenage love. You know what I'm saying? Don't hurt me again. Don't don't. don't hurt it. Right. You know? And the Sixers, they hurt us again. <laughs> you know, the Sixers hurt us for a long time. But what we you got know, right it, now it starting to fall back in love with it. is ever since Kobe Bryant said this was his last year, he went on a tour. Different from Markel Folk's tour. A different tour. Mm. He went on a retirement tour. And the funniest shit ever to me was when Draymond came at Paul Pierce and said, nigga, they don't love you like that. <laughs> you think you getting the Kobe treatment? They don't love you like that. That shit was fucking hilarious. I didn't know you said it. That's hilarious. <laughs> you didn't see that shit when he was on court when Paul Pierce tried to announce his last year, and he wanted that same type of every stadium I go to, they give me the fucking video treatment and and give me the highlights and nah, nah. They don't love you like that. Nah. So now D Wade's trying to get it. D Wade wants the farewell tour. Do they love D-Wade like that? Do they love him like that? I think they love him a little bit more than Paul Pierce. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. They love me a little oh, bit more shit. than Paul Pierce. Shouts to Benzino. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ah, uh, man. I, I, D-Wade D, D in his final year, I mean, I feel like he's been on his farewell tour the last three, four seasons. <laughs> right. Honest, but, Word. Right. I mean, <laughs> He went. Are you saying that his farewell tour started in Chicago? <laughs> That's what it was. That was the original rollout. It was supposed he was to like, be. like, I'm going city to city, and I'm not getting no video fucking treatment. I'm not getting any praise. <laughs> Maybe I gotta announce this shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the D Wade news lately is more about him and his wife and the personal shit they got going on with kids and everything. But then, then him on the court, I haven't really paid much attention to D Wade on the court other than like the one game he had against the Sixers in the playoffs of last year. Like he's he's done. He's done. He, he is done, but what we saw this week was like this whole montage of him and LeBron. and this, uh, I kept getting alerts on my phone. It was I mean, disgusting. Do we? What is going on? What is that? 
You wasn't trying to tune Here's into the, the Lakers versus the Heat? <laughs> I don't I'm going to tell you what the problem is. The problem is that the league, and not even just the league, I'm not going to totally blame it on the league. I'm going to blame it on ESPN. ESPN is so enamored with LeBron and his friends. I don't give a flying fuck about LeBron and fucking Chris Paul on vacation or working out in L.A. <laughs> the banana I boat. I don't care. We don't care, don't care that they were on a fucking banana boat together. Yeah, means nothing to me with them on a catamaran in the Bahamas with D-Wade and his annoying ass wife. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Facts. Stop trying to tell me that Gabrielle Union is bad because she's not. I know that's not part of the conversation, but I'm just letting you know right, that. Man, we not stopping you. Talk, talk your shit. Talk your shit. Get your shit off. Yeah, yeah, I got to. It's annoying as hell. You know what I'm saying? So let me just be the first to say, D Wade, it was nice knowing you. We appreciate what you did. You yeah. aren't Kobe Bryant. If you're going to get you a Kobe Hollywood Bryant. star. She ain't. I mean, to make I take to make a something over Gabrielle. Who got a Hollywood star? Oh, she's not a star. She got a Hollywood star. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, yo, no, no, no. I was appalled. Nigga, I was about to fly to LA and light shit to fuck. <laughs> He's up. about to destroy her shit like Trump. He's about to destroy the star like Donald Trump. I'm about to say, her, her appearance in Bad Boy was not all that, my nigga. Like, yeah, that was probably her biggest movie, right? <laughs> right. She had some shit that came out this year. Nobody gave a fuck about that. I never checked it that BET show. Never checked that BET show. Neither. I never oh, watched no, it. She's no, mad no. Definitely not that. Definitely not the BET show. She's annoying. She's in the same vein as. I know we. I don't like Sierra either, just in case anybody wants mm. to know. She's annoying as shit, she's too. Un- and she, she don't even she, talk. Yeah, she's unpopular. She's become very yeah, unpopular. She, she just, she's, she's become unpopular. I don't know if I. I think yeah. the rebrand of her has been actually a little better. What? I, the, the Sierra rebrand. It didn't work on me. Yeah, but, you, but I will hope you not vibing the goodies, my nigga. Like, it's not for you. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that level up shit or whatever it was. I mean, you know, the, no, the girls were for No, that shit was whack. Yeah, the last whatever. hit she, she had was too. with Future. That shit was hard. I forget what that record was called. Um, <laughs> but that shit was, you know what I'm talking about when Future was in the video. Future wrote the record for her. Whatever that record nigga, was. I haven't. Love, I haven't love watched the video since L- fucking Mace and Puff know. walked out in shiny suits, nigga. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Nah, man, you gotta check Nas and Swizz, Swizz new video out. Echo is dope. I yeah, can't. It, as, while it's we're hard. on people that I don't like, Swizz gets on my nerves too. He's, he's that a little bit annoying too, but yeah, he came yeah. strong yeah, with the last. Let's go down the line. Fuck it. No, he came strong with the last. The last album. Let's get back on track. What do we have? D Wade and LeBron. Yeah, D Wade and LeBron. (laughs) We saw this bromance (laughs) thing that was going on this week, and it was not appreciated by me. Now, after the game, mind you, these niggas then went out to dinner the night before. They've been talking to each other all around the time in the lead up to the game. The thing that just drove me crazy, after the game, these niggas are staring at each other in awe of one another. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Y'all been fucking talking all the way up into the lead. What is going on with this? I don't need the show. I don't need all of these theatrics around this bullshit because it looks fake. Y'all niggas talk every day. What is this fucking, oh, 
Whoa, we love each other. Uh, we're best friends. You made me who I was. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know, the comparison is it took mag- Magic and Bird forever to acknowledge publicly how much they were a fan of each other. I guess, you know, we grew up in a little bit of a different era. You know what I mean? And them two went back to, to college and everything, too. I think this one, they're trying to force us to believe in this D-Way LeBron I think relationship. It's a real, how about I this? I think it's a real thing. I think... I can't... <laughs> yeah, oh, it's definitely a thing, but niggas forget about Magic and Isaiah, too. All right? So I can't wait until they go 30 years without speaking and got to sit down on TNT and be friends again. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's a real thing. And it but, started a nasty trend. But it, it, that's, that's what I was getting yeah. to. It's a real thing, and it changed the NBA as we know it today. Uh, LeBron James started this buddy buddy league. He started it. Never mind the super teams. He started the buddy buddy league. And what I'm interested to see is the younger stars that are coming up. Shout out to my man, the Greek freak. He said, "I'm not working all with working out with y'all niggas over the summer. I'm with the Mamba. I'm working out with the Mamba mentality. I don't want y'all to think." I'm your friend. That's what he said. I'm not with the buddy buddy ball. Shouts out to him. And Bede, I'm hoping you're not trying to click up later on. Ben Simmons and whoever else is going to lead the league to the next fucking level in the next 10 years. We don't want to see y'all buddy up. This AAU bullshit that y'all got pulled off in the NBA, we don't want to see it no more. The fans don't like it. And shouts out to Giannis for saying, I'm not with the buddy-buddy ball. And that's what they, they tried to bring him out there. Durant and LeBron working out together and inviting Giannis. What what the fuck is going on? It's not the game that we grew up loving. It's not the game that we grew up fucking wanting to to, to go out there and shoot in the sandlot. (laughs) My backyard was the sandlot. (laughs) My dad was crazy. This <laughs> motherfucker didn't want to spend money on getting on semen. No payment. <laughs> he, he didn't want to spend the money. This motherfucker put sand, he put sand down in a fucking box and told us to go out and water it every day. This is a true story. Mm. He put down sand and said, y'all go out there and water it every day. It's going to get hard. Jesus. <laughs> because he didn't want to fucking put the cement down. And motherfuckers used to come and play in my backyard and the parents would call my mom like, there's sand all in my kids' shoes. <laughs> sand in their socks. What the fuck is going on at your house? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Shout out to Jimbo. Shout out to Jimbo in the sand lot. A real one. Yeah, I'm not paying for no cement. A real one. You're Put the me? sand down and you go outside and water it, nigga. Oh man. <laughs> at least he, at least he attempted something. My crib just put the court in the backyard and you just played on the grass for a long time. That shit just just started to harden up naturally. Damn, <laughs> that shit was y'all, terrible. Make, y'all make me feel like a king. You were a king, nigga. You had concrete. Here. Yeah, you had concrete. That's were, what I'm saying. You were privileged. Shout out to Big Ron. Yeah, yo, Big Ron, we appreciate you for that <laughs> six foot by six foot slab. You know what I mean? Damn. But D Wade and LeBron, what, what 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 do we really think about this? Do we do we appreciate the brotherhood? Do we appreciate them being projected and promoted and thrown down our throat about this friendship? I like when guys weren't friends. That's what I like. 
at least on the court. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I appreciate guys like, like, I mean, Westbrook seems like he's cut from that old school cloth. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he he seems like he has that mentality. Because for me, when, when Kobe left, I was like, damn, like that might be the last of a dying breed. So hopefully Giannis, Westbrook, we'll see where Embiid lands on this. You know, hopefully they right. can carry the torch of just that competitive nature that we're right. talking about into the next generation. Well, hopefully. Really? Right, because really? we already know that Ben Simmons is on the LeBron side of things. Yeah, so yeah. we, uh, Embiid and, is yeah, our right. only hope. And that's going to be really Jimmy interesting because now. the guys that are signed to Clutch, Clutch Sports, which is Rich Paul's group, and LeBron clearly is their their leader. The ambassador. Even Anthony Davis. Like, if guys sign to Clutch, I'm like, okay, he'll end up. Anthony Davis is with Rich Paul and Clutch. He's going to end up in L.A. It, it, to me, it's not even a, a, a afterthought. It's it's going to happen. So that'll be interesting if it does. Honestly, just the way in LeBron started this, these super teams have been formed. But you know, I think we have maybe another five years of this, and I think we're going to see a shift back into what we are used to, what we grew up seeing. And I'm looking forward to that when Giannis is the best player in the league. Embiid is the best player in the league. I think Kyrie is cut from the Kobe cloth. He's still pretty young, and he has some years left to kind of spearhead a new type of league. And we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But what I want to ask y'all real quick, D-Wade, he's on this fake-ass farewell tour. Where does he rank? Where does Dwayne Wade rank as a shooting guard all time? Hmm. All-time shooting guard. I mean, uh, off top, I would say definitely top twenty. Top twenty, right? I was I was debating between top ten and top twenty, but I, I would I just would, as a shooting guard or all-time period. You think he's? I mean, I think it at the position. I think he's a little higher than top twenty. I think you can make it a top ten argument. Ooh. You got I, the, I do you have, have do you have do you have Dwayne Wade? I mean, all right. So he, the thing with Dwayne Wade is he has championships under his belt. But if you put and just having a conversation, make it interesting. Putting his putting the championships aside, like do you have him over Reggie just to start it off? Mm. See, I was going I was going to give it a Bubba Chuck comparison, and I'm sure y'all would give mm. Bubba Chuck the nod over D Wade. Yeah. Just because of where we're from. Reggie is a very interesting comparison. I'm a big Reggie Miller fan though. I, I like Reggie a lot. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm. saying I, I I yeah, that's 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 tough. I don't I don't put D Wade there. That's just me. You don't, I don't put, put D Wade ahead there. of Reggie? Nah, nah, I I, I go Reggie. Mm. That's just you know, being higher. I say I say Reggie's and, and again, though, maybe that goes back to that teenage love thing. You know, don't that could be part of it. Don't hurt me again. I don't, think, yeah, don't. Yeah, that, 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 I thought that about could be it. part of it. I thought, it all, I thought about it all week, Ron. So I would say I'm going to give D-Wade the nod over Reggie only because for everything Reggie was great at, he struggled at times to create his own shot on a one-on-one, on a one-on-one move. So, I mean, he no, had not, a, Well, to say, to say that he struggled is being nice. 
Right. Reggie could not create his own shot. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I think because of that, and I think I'll give D Wade, you know, he's better defensively. I, I would put him above above Reggie for me. Hmm. I'm, I'm not one, mad at it. It's a, that, not mad to me, that's the it's right question one. to start it off when you're trying to really assess where he ranks. So clearly you guys rank him, you rank him below Allen Iverson. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna say this about Dwayne Wade. I'm not the biggest Dwayne Wade fan. I don't. I, I kind of feel like he was a bit overrated. I will say that finals against the Mavericks when Shaq was on the team, that was one of the greatest finals performances I've ever seen. Dwayne Wade took that shit over. Like Shaq, yeah. Like broke started to break down. During that finals, I don't know if y'all remember, but I remember vividly like Shaq was still dominant, like all the way throughout that season. He was dominant through the Eastern Conference finals and something just happened with Shaq. You saw the decline happening. They were down two to zero. They were down by two games against the Mavericks and D-Wade just took the fuck over. He went into a zone that you rarely see. So I give him credit for that. This is before LeBron was there. Mm-hmm. This is before the big three. Not one. Not two. Not three. <laughs> <laughs> not four. Not, that bullshit. This is before that. That was one of the best finals performances I've ever seen. So I give him a lot of credit for that before the LeBron Association. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Dwayne Wade, I think you, the, when you assess him, you know, he, the injuries played a role in, in, his, in his career. Cause, a little bit. Because after bit. that moment, I mean, you would, a lot of people argue that LeBron carried the torch in terms of how you would evaluate his career. That's why you can't really, it's hard to judge, you know, those championships um, that he got with LeBron when you're looking at his full career. So I think a lot of people might compare him more to like Drexler. You know, a lot of people I, I think hold Dre- uh, cold, hold mm, Drexler in high regard. So Drexler has uh, one championship. That's great. Uh, I know he, it's a one or two in Houston. But you know me cool. personally, I'll take John Starks over Dewey D Wade personally. <laughs> John Starks, that's my nigga. Oh, yeah, but we're trying to keep this podcast I at know. a five star and not per- yeah, right. That's, that's a personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out to John Starks. Yeah. Um No doubt. And I think a lot of people probably would put D Wade over 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 AI too, to be honest. A lot of people you would know what I'm saying? A lot like of people I, would. Because he was a winner and, and he, you know well, he, they'd be he, fooled. He, he could do more defensively, but I, I I'm on the island obviously. And fit, uh, uh, side of that discussion, but yeah, so I guess we kind of concluded he's top ten. Okay, we'll, we'll keep him at top ten. But it's interesting you mentioned Allen Iverson because this week he spoke about his top five of all times, and it became a big deal. And my man, a consistent listener, Joel Morfield, reached out to me and said, "I want to hear." The boys in the huddle thoughts on this Allen Iverson top five. Now we're not going to get too much into his five. His five was what it was. You know what? I actually appreciate the fact that he didn't put himself in it. Like he just said, "Yo, these are the guys that I think this five could beat anybody all time against whoever you want to put out there on the court." This five is the five. So, you know, my man Joe Morefield said he wanted to see what. 
the boys in the huddle five would be based on chemistry, based on who would work and operate together out there on the court. It's not just about talent. You know, I was I was coaching at you know for a youth level at a high level. I called myself the Zen Master after Phil Jackson. <laughs> I probably was the only one that called me that, but hey, I don't give a fuck. I know what works out there on the court. I remember putting guys in the in there that were going to translate into wins and not just about talent. So I'm going to start it off, and then I'm going to let y'all go through y'all list. This is, a, and you know, last time we did the Sixers, five players of all time. It wasn't even about position, but this is about position. Who's going to work on the court together? So it's not, you know, just talent. It's about who's the point guard, who's the shooting guard, who's the small forward. Who can so, be cohesive. Right. So here's my five. Right. Here's my five. And this is a defensive five. And I know y'all probably going to have something to say about a couple of these guys. But here's what I got. Isaiah Thomas is my point guard. Saw that coming. Exactly. Zeke is my point guard. A mile away. Yeah. One of my favorite players. Mitchell and Ness, get the Zeke fucking jersey in y'all fucking rotation. How do y'all not have an Isaiah Thomas jersey at Mitchell and Ness? Jesus Christ. Got to check if Jordan owns stock over there. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Right. 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 Maybe he does. Either that or they might have took it out when he got in trouble for messing with the lady in the back office. Shooting guard, and this is where y'all may have something to say, or y'all may get it. Oh Lord, here we go. There's only one answer, but you can be ridiculous if you want. Oh, he's going to be ridiculous, of course. Not going to be ridiculous. Michael Jordan is that shooting guard. Thank God. Michael Jordan and Zeke on the backcourt together. And some people may say that's where it gets ridiculous. Some (laughs) people may. Both those guys are are competitors and they're passionate. They would figure it out. They want to win, and they would be a phenomenal backcourt together. The funny thing about that about that backcourt that you got there too <laughs> is that your point guard is never going to pass it to your shooting guard. Michael Jordan will score zero points in every game because Zeke fucking if, hates him. You don't know about competition. If you're about co- competing, if you're about, and those two guys are about that. I played with guys that I didn't like. Listen, but we made it happen. Listen, to, to, but did you did you make sure that they didn't get to play on the All Star team that year or no? No, the, the dream me and, team. Me and Hassan Roy, shout out to Hassan Roy. We got into a fist fight before the championship game. And I guess think I what? heard about that. You heard about it. it. Guess what? We <laughs> won that game because we wanted to fucking win, and we knew we had to play together. So I believe Michael and Isaiah. That's a, that's a very bad comparison. Fucking Tucson and Hassan Roy and Michael Jordan. <laughs> I think I'm glad you acknowledged <laughs> <And> Isaiah. <laughs> but I'm trying to make my point. <laughs> I'm trying to make my fucking point. They would have figured it out because they're winners. So I got Michael and I got Isaiah in the backcourt. At my shooting, right, at my three. small forward, at the three, I got Scotty. Scotty knows what it's like to be second fiddle he knows what it's like to be in that position and he can run that point forward position for my team so i got scotty at the three at power forward i got mr tim duncan Mm. tim duncan at the four yep mr fundamentals He's gonna he's gonna definitely put in the work. He's gonna be a team player. And at the five, I got Bill Russell. 
Bill's not calling for the ball. He's not caring about getting his touches. He's playing defense and he's being a leader. So that's my five. Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Tim Duncan, and Bill Russell. We're taking on everybody. Who y'all got? All right. So look, I'm going to step up here now. I went, I'm, I'm going to step up. I'm going to give you my five. So without even messing around, here's my five. My point guard, none other than Jason Kidd. I'm going with mm. Jason Kidd at the guard. Okay. All right, this is, this is a guy that he doesn't have to go out there and score 15 a game. He doesn't care if he only scores 10 as long as he gets that triple-double. That's all he wants because he's going to rebound and he's going to give you assists. Jay Kidd is at the point. Shooting guard goes without saying nothing crazy. Michael Jordan. Best player of all time, point blank, and you put a period on the end. Small forward, Tucson winner of the same exact thing. You got to go with Scotty Pippen. Mm. Scotty understands okay. that when it's Michael time, you know, sometimes you just got to sit back. Right. You know, I thought for right. a second, like, can would Larry have been able to sit back? No, Larry needs the ball, right? Larry got to have the ball. So I didn't want to go there. I went Scotty Pippen. At the four, and this is why those teams were, you know, the best teams of all time in their era. At the force, Dennis Rodman. Dennis doesn't need the ball at all. He doesn't even want the ball. I like that. Don't give me the damn ball. Don't give me the ball. I just want to rebound all of Mike's shots that don't happen to go in. That's all he wants to do. And let him shoot a three every three games, he's a happy man. We're going with Dennis Rodman. And at the five, at the five I went with, I went with somebody that you guys probably didn't think about. He's not the conventional, uh, uh, you know, seven foot two center that that's banging you on the blocks and he's banging hard. And no, I went with somebody that changed their game as it went on. At the five, I got the dream. Hakeem, the dream, Elijah Wan. Right, Hakeem could kill you from the inside. He could kill you from the mid range. And if you wanted to go three, he look. Think about it. He may have been our first stretch player down there that would pull the center out. So that's my no, five right there. Oh, I respect your five for sure. But Akeem wasn't stretching the floor, hitting no threes. He was stretching. He was stretching it. Uh, free throw line extended. You know he's gonna get you into that corner shot. But it, I'm not gonna say he was hitting no damn threes. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I, I might have to look that. I might have to do some research because I'm. That's my sure. only issue yeah, with your list. He, he, it's a good list. He, he was. He, he was, wasn't no three points. He shooter. was more in the perimeter. Definitely had that nice baseline shot. Not quite as deep as a Bruce Bowen baseline, but he definitely. Yeah. If, you, if you're saying stretching within the perimeter, you know, you know, definitely uh, uh, came and 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 it's funny. Right, you mentioned right. some players that's also on my list, so it sucks to go last. But fin- finish finish your list, Ron. You that was it. You good? Yeah, because because I don't have a six man, so there yeah, that's go. my list. Bro. There you go. <laughs> All right, so um, I think point guard. I think Ron and I were the same. I actually had Jay Kidd. I mean, second all time assist leader of all time. Somebody that can facilitate an offense, unselfish, respect, can defend the ball. So we don't have to respect. go too much. I mean, the two guard. There's only one two guard you could ever have. That's MJ. You know, we're right. not gonna go through his stat line. Just you know, look at the sneakers in your closet. Um, right. My my three's a little different than y'all. I'm not. I'm not. Concords put- for sale. Just so you know, holler at me <laughs> at Boys in the Huddle. <laughs> um, number three, I'm a, I'm gonna go with LeBron uh, as my three. I, I think if you if you like Scotty, I respect that. But if you're looking for a more 
Um, complete player at the three. I think you know LeBron is clearly clearly the best uh, uh, of small forwards from an all around game that we've seen at least in our LeBron lifetime. LeBron would get it. Yeah, he wouldn't be selfish. He would understand what his role needed to be. So I, I I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then yep. the, and then the four and the five are some of the players that y'all need. I mean, there's to to me. Um, and, I, and I respect the Dennis Rodman pick if you're looking for the rebounder that's not looking to score. But if you're looking for somebody to actually, I you know, run the post uh, from the top of the key or or down low, but also defend and also kick out, you know, there's nobody better than Mr. Fundamentals. So my four is Tim Duncan. And, uh, mm. you know, at the five, you know, Ryan, you stole my thunder, man. I had Keem in there, man. I think for centers that Damn. I've seen in my lifetime, I mean, I always understood why people hold, hold held Shaq in high regard, but that was he was a bull in the china shop. He beat people on physicality. I mean, Akeem is is was more fundamentally sound and he made Shaq look goofy in the finals that one year when he was a young buck. A ballerina in the post. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy. Right. I mean, MB, you know who we who we follow as Sixers fans. He's trying yep. to pattern the patent his game after Akeem the Dream and and you could tell Akeem is elite talent because a mm. lot of players have trained with him or or Kevin McHale, yeah. and he's and making, yeah. he's making a shit ton of money off of these he's, fuck these niggas yeah, that and don't and know and how and to and play and in the post. I'm about to say and it's not working for a lot of players. <laughs> it's not. I mean, Dwight, but it worked for yeah, LeBron. Yeah, because I don't see anybody it worked for LeBron. Down there in the post. No, it worked a lot for LeBron. Remember, LeBron was going to post save his life early right. on. Right. It worked Akeem, for Le- it, worked it worked for LeBron, but it didn't work for Dwight Howard at least. On the court. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't God. know about his lifestyle. There's a lot of shit off that ain't the working court. the way <laughs> yeah. I don't know about yeah. off the court. The, the footwork moves. and the movement and the post moves <laughs> might have worked yeah, for him no. off the court. Jesus. <laughs> Relax. Oh, man. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my five, man. Uh, Keem, Duncan, LeBron, MJ, Jason Kidd. Now, you would question, like, who's going to hit the three? That's the only question mm. in that in that lineup. I think for all of our starting fives, I think that might have been a, a question I would think about because Scotty's not hitting the three. Michael wasn't the best three. Michael was sure. not the three. You got Zeke. Zeke was, but Zeke wasn't really a three, but he, he could do he it. He could hit it. That's very that's very true. Maybe people would that's say Steve true. Nash for the three. I don't know, but um, you know, overall, I think our list is solid. Solid list. Mr. Joel Morfield, my man. That's for you. That's for you, homie. We did that no for you. So Hell yeah, that was that was great. Let was us great. know yeah. what you wanted. Give us some feedback, Joel. Give us some feedback on Instagram. Let us know your five. You know, we want to make this more interactive. We want to make this, you know, you know, we want to make this a home for everybody. We want to make you a part of the huddle and everybody else. Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah, I got one. So as as we move on, right, I do have one quick topic that I just want to bring up, if it's all right. Uh, I just want to talk about the Eagles real quick. And in talking about the Eagles, it's pretty plain and simple. We fucking stink. We got about two weeks left where we can say that we're Super Bowl champions, and after that, our run is over. So as far as Eagles talk for today, uh, that's all I got. All right, Eagles, we stink. Super Bowl champs still for right now, and that's it. And let's move on. Yeah, I mean, I think there's not much to add on the birds other than I just. Oh, no, want... Yeah, no, what I'm saying is there's nothing else to, to add. Let's, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So I think uh, the next uh, topic on the, on the docket is is sucker OG move. I mean, this is something it's a that, fan favorite. You know, if you're familiar with, with boys in the huddle, you know, this is something that uh, has kind of been a gem that we've been kind of 
trying to keep going every other episode and such. So shout out to the sucker. Uh OG. Mood segment. It's a fan favorite. We appreciate the feedback. Everybody really, really seems to enjoy. Uh, and that's something that we hold near and dear to us because it's original content. I like to call it proprietary content. I'm a big Shark Tank fan. Or proprietary. <laughs> right. Shout out to the Shark Tank. Proprietary, and whatever. <laughs> the Jim Beam is the in. The Jim Beam is it. snuck in. There you go. <laughs> That's I came than, up with the terms. I know what the fuck it's called. That's better than Kodak earlier in the week. He said he's trying to be more intellectuality <laughs> instead of intellectual. Yeah, I've heard some wild <laughs> shit. I'm like, damn. Sheesh. I've heard some wild shit. Florida public education system is crazy. But um, the first scenario, very interesting. We don't want to offend anybody. So this is the sucker or OG <clears throat> move. We want y'all to give us some feedback on this too, but we're going to stamp it sucker OG or not. The first one is WNBA star Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, a couple of years ago, got married to a fellow WNBA player, Glory Johnson. Some wild shit happened. Some wild shit happened with the two of them. Not sure if they ever got married or not. Did they ever get married? They yeah. Actually, they got no, married. No, they they got, got married. They, they got, got married. married. They agreed to have a child together. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Brittany would say allegedly. Right, right, right. So. Not a child. Right. They had a set of twins. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know they were twins. <laughs> yeah. Damn. They're two girls, I believe. So, okay. Home, yeah, man. It's a fellow <laughs> parent of twins. This shit was interesting. Brittany and uh, Glory decided to have twins, apparently, and said, we're going to raise this family together. Some wild shit happened. The cops were called. It was violence. It was drama. It was sex, drugs, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they had to get away from each other. It was over. We're not going to get married. But guess what Glory said? Bitch, (laughs) we agreed to have these damn twins pay up. Brittany Griner is now responsible for $3,000 a month for those kids. Glory Johnson said, you're not going to play me, bitch. You got the wrong one. You got the wrong one. Chloe Johnson went to the courts and said, no, I want my money every month. Now, we know in that relationship, those are not biologically Brittany Griner's kids. They can't be. Oh. Are you sure? This is a touchy subject. We're not trying to offend anyone here. I think it was an. I think now you're right. I think it was an in vitro kind of situation (laughs) that we are not educated enough to speak about. But I think it was some some process involved. From what we know on the surface, they were not Britney's biological kids, but because of the situation. The court said, Brittany, you got to pay Glory $3,000 a month for these kids. 
Is Glory a sucker or an OG for that move? I'm going to jump right in here and tell you what she is. She's just like every other money-grabbing, hungry <laughs> woman that's taking niggas to child support and they shouldn't be there. All right? Mm. Glory, you's a damn sucker, man. It ain't his kid. It ain't his baby. <laughs> it's her. It's her. her. It ain't the pappy. It's her kid. It ain't the damn pappy. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's her. It's her, right? Just, just oh. for the record. She ain't the pappy. <laughs> All right? <laughs> it's a damn sucker move, man. That's a sucker move by Glory. You're going damn sucker. right. You're going sucker move. Taking that, taking that, taking that <sighs> young tender sister to court, and it ain't her child. It's a sucker move. Yeah, man, that's. Oof. That's. I, I honestly, I, I don't. I would love to say you gotta pick. I a don't shit. know, right? <laughs> right. You gotta pick. Rod already jumped out there and picked right. one. We gotta pick one. It's a topic that is so foreign, but I'm gonna say. I'm going to say that's an OG move, man. Mm. She used the system to work for her, her child. Uh. And she said, we agreed to this shit, bitch. Guess what? Pay up. I'm saying it's an OG move. I'm standing in OG. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, <laughs> um, And it's interesting because Britney is obviously a higher caliber player than Glory Johnson in terms of basketball. So, you know, from an income standpoint... You know, I guess she had to secure the bag, right, for her for the two kids that they allegedly agreed to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Brittany Griner just found herself in a real nigga situation, right? You know, I mean, we we see you wanted to be a nigga. You, right? Hey, hey, <laughs> you know, you, you want to use the bathroom? You gotta you gotta be able to deal with it when shit hits the fan, right? So, you know, I think mm-hmm. definitely um, I, I'll stamp it as OG. But, uh, you know, definitely one of those funny situations that you never see um, often. So, yeah. So I, I think so we're stamping at OG, right? Two to one. OG. So All right. boys in the huddle are officially stamping that an OG. Move. Feel sorry for that young brother over there. <laughs> yeah, you got to relax. Dog. You got to relax. Sister. Allegedly. <laughs> All right, so the next topic is near and dear to Philadelphia Eagles fans. It's something that um, if you grew up as an Eagles fan, you grew up in the area, you're very familiar with a certain phrase that was once said. Coming off of a Super Bowl championship with another team, the San Francisco 49ers, we were excited. We were elated that we now had one of the best running backs in the league. Oh, that's my guy. Okay. And on the first game with his tenure of the Philadelphia Eagles, he ran across and route <laughs> over the middle. He got alligator arms. It was a big deal. People started to question who he was and what he was about. Mr. Ricky Waters. For who? For what? Made the famous statement after the game when he was addressed. For who? For what? 
Don't you ever question me, nigga, for who, for what? Everything that Please. we've seen recently with these athletes, CTE, everything we know, RIP to Kevin Turner. <clears throat> he was an eagle. He was a patriot for a long time. Died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Ricky Waters saying for who, for what? Is that an OG or a sucker move? Mmm. Yo, so this is unprecedented on sucker OG move. But I'm going to tell you what it is, right? So at the time, it was a sucker move. But it, he gets a retroactive OG move. Hindsight is always 20-20. So mm. he gets a retroactive OG. Mm. He's a retroactive OG. Shout out to Ricky Waters. Retro for who for what? You're active. damn right. Retroactive yeah. Yeah, new OG. Category. Yeah, retroactive OG. I, I, I resend my sucker move that I gave you back in 94. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. So we're all, we're, I think we're all on the same page with this one. Yeah, it's an OG. Period. It's an right. OG move. He lived to see another day. You know, he, he, he was a very productive eagle, most people would say. Got them to the playoffs in 95 and 96. And, uh, I think when he was an Eagle, he damn near started, played and started every game that he, he laced him up. 31 touchdowns, almost 3,800 yards rushing. I mean, you know, he lived to see another day. If he didn't if he didn't have those that for who, for what moment, you know, he would have never been able to build hey, that stat line. You're right, he did live. Sean Jackson might have been a better player for the Eagle if he did the same damn thing. It's the quarterback's fault. That's a whole other thing, right. to your point. Retroactive. OG he did, Shout out to Ricky He Ward. did live to see another day, but he also, I saw a story that Ricky is hard for him to even get out of the bed because yeah. of all of the injuries. He can't even get down the stairs yeah, anymore. Yeah, I saw that too. So, obviously, it's a retroactive, and I like the way you put that, Ron. It's a, that's a retroactive OG move because even Word. in him saying that, he still paid the penalty. He still paid the cost. So, shouts out to Ricky Waters, man. That's an OG move, Ricky. They don't love us. <laughs> they don't love us. Shouts out to Chris Webber for saying that about Jalen Rose, and he was right. Don't play into that bullshit. They don't love us. You ain't they fucking cattle. You ain't they horse. So, shouts out to Ricky Waters, and we're definitely going to Pray that everything is going okay with you. Um, it's a definitely OJ move. So shouts out to Ricky Word. Waters. Last one. Buddy Wild. Yep. Last one. So sucker or OJ move. We heard about this a few years back where Mr. Matt Barnes had an issue with his baby mama had an issue with his baby mothers um, he got word that a former teammate Mr. Derek Fisher was now in his former house with his kids he got word from his kids got word from his kids it's important detail that Mr. Derek Fisher had been coming around snooping around at his crib Matt Barnes got word and drove two hours from Sacramento, or whatever the distance is. I believe I heard it was two hours from Sacramento to L.A. 
on his homie's car. His homie had flat. His car was flat. So he drove the car with flat tires to the gas station. Put mm. some air in the tires. Mm. Then hit the road. Listen in the park is what he said. Whole Listen time. in the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in trouble. Ambitions of a rider. Oh. <laughs> now, some people may think differently because you're dealing with your former wife, your ex-wife. You are... You know, it's in the past. Supposed to move on. Derek Fisher was your teammate. Derek Fisher was somebody in the locker room with you and knows intimate secrets about that relationship. Mm. Matt Barnes drove two plus hours to get at Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher was running around like a little girl when Matt got Mm. there. He was running like you know. I'm on one side of the table. You on the other side, and we were playing cat and mouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Derek was was doing, like uh, like the bitch in Friday and shit. Yeah, fucking uh, like that. Right, (laughs) baby D. Damn right, baby Baby D. Right, right. Shout shout out the lady, lady of rage. Shout out the lady of rage. No doubt. But. You know, they were tiptoeing and playing some kind of game at the fucking table. Derek Fisher wanted no parts. But it, from 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 an OG or sucker move perspective, is Matt Barnes a sucker for driving two hours around his ex-wife? Former teammate, let's keep in mind. But is he a sucker or is that an OG move for putting a pause on Derek Fisher after... Violating the locker room code. Tay, go ahead. You take that first. I'm a follow. Yeah, I think it's OG, man. It wasn't. It's less about her and more about about man code or man law. You know, if you if you won a championship together and you shared the locker room, and that was my wife, you saw around the team during that time. You know, for me to not get a phone call or just a conversation from you before you started sliding, sliding into the crib that I'm paying for. That's another mm. detail. He's paying for that crib. You know, you there, you chilling like you lived there. You had clothes in there, you know, and you didn't you didn't feel the need to at least give me a, the courtesy phone call as a man. Mm. Not a, and I got to hear from from my kids that you around. Now, that's OG. That's OG, because that's a whole nother mm. level of disrespect. Mm. You know, I would do the same shit. It's less about her and more about him, you know, disrespecting man law for me. Mm. Indeed. I can't. I got nothing to bring to it. They said it all. That, that's that's what it is. Mm. You know, that's you, what it is. You got to do that. Yeah, in, in, all these, in all the ways that you can talk to me, you can DM me, you can text me, you can shoot me a kite, send it to whoever you got to send it to. Just let me know. I don't even care. Right. I don't even care. At least right. let me. At least let me tell you. I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. It's oh. to the shit. Right. And that's a good point. At least let me tell you. I don't care. I like that. I like that. Now, to your point, though, if he would have did that after they had that initial interaction about the issue, then that's some sucker shit, right? But they never had that conversation. Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. I think you got to do that. Plus, you know, I, I'm sure Matt also wanted to remind her he's still that nigga. Because now you're running around with a nigga that, I, that you, you know you have running around mm-hmm. all crazy from him. Yeah, that's a drastic change from, from Matt Barnes to Derek Fisher. That's a drastic change. Derek Fisher just seems like a square to me. I don't know. Uh, he's now He went from coaching the Knicks to now coaching the L.A. Sparks. So... He's going back to his days with um, what was that show with LL and um, <laughs> in, 
in the I house. I know exactly what you're talking about. In the house. In the house. Oh man, he's back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fucking a staple center. <laughs> Yeah, he's a yeah, sucker too. He's a sucker. You a sucker, Derek. But Matt Barnes, that's an OG, motherfucking move. So that's our last one there. Um, definitely, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we've had a lot of uh, followers. We had a good success off that Markel folks episode, and we definitely appreciate it. Shouts out to Christian Crosby. Um, Christian Crosby is the announcer for the Philadelphia 76ers. He might be related to me. If Christian Crosby, if you hear this, if you don't know your father, let me know. It might be my Uncle Fred or my Uncle Sam. I don't know. Uh, so just let me know. You following <laughs> us? You look like a Crosby. You look like I might know you. So my Word. Uncle Sam and my Uncle Fred... North Philadelphia Badlands. Let me know if you're looking for your father. There might, be a, from the might, be, a, <laughs> might be a seat at the table for you Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> Christmas is coming up, nigga. Let's get together. Right. <laughs> so shout out to Christmas, Christian Crosby, uh, the, the official DJ as well for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I believe DJ Ghost started following us. Shouts out to him. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the feedback. Shout out to my and girl. And shout out to what? shout out to Derek Hayes. While we talking about sorry, but while we talking about the sixes and and, and announcers in that table, shout out to Derek Hayes. Deshaun, I see. Who the fuck is Will that? Will and fine. Go ahead. Uh, if you don't know, then you just don't know. Will and Burrow, Somerset, Deshaun, I see you, man. Doing big things over there at that Sixers table. Every time you see a Sixers replay, you see that gentleman with the head with the headset on. That's Willem Bros on Deshaun uh, uh, Hayes. So what up? No doubt. No doubt. Shouts out to him. Uh, Shouts out to my girl Amber listening for the ladies uh, saying that she appreciates that we're able to break it down for in layman's terms and make it entertaining. Uh, So Amber always been my girl. Shout out to her. Shout out to the listeners. Uh, Jason Harrigan. Shouts out to Joe Moorefield. CG Carr. Everybody that's listening. Christian Martinez. My man Andrew Whitlow. Everybody that's been listening and giving us positive feedback, trust me, it's appreciated, and it keeps no us doubt. motivated to keep going. No doubt. Yo, last thing, too. Let me give one more. Shout out to baby Bryn Camille. Welcome to the world, honey. Absolutely. Funky loves you. Hey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, B-Way, I see you. Congrats. Father. Congrats Carm, to B-Way up? and Carm. Absolutely. Congratulations. No a new baby girl. Uh, we got a new niece out here, all three of us. So give us some horn. I mean, Broadway, Brandon, Rich, and Carmen, congratulations on a new addition to your family. And either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We'll see y'all next time. Cheer. Peace.